Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hanukkah, the Jewish festival of lights, begins this Sunday evening. But it comes at a time when anti-Semitism is on the rise. One of the oldest tropes in the book is Jews control Hollywood, Jews control the banks, Jews control the government. Nonsense. We are 2 or 3% of the American population. What is fueling attacks on Jewish people? And what needs to be done to stop it? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. The Hebrew term Hanukkah translates to dedication in English. Dating well back over 2,000 years, Hanukkah celebrates the Jewish army's victory and the miracle of a day's worth of lamp oil lasting eight, hence the candles on the menorah. Hanukkah is really a story of courage, the courage to be yourself and to be proud of who you are and not let anyone push you around. <laughs> you know, so it's a story certainly of the Maccabees that were proud of their tradition and that fought the streets and all that. And there has to be another half of the story of anti-Semitism that all of us standing up to hatred, that we're not going to let the haters push us around. We're not going to let those who are intimidating us stop us from going to synagogue. We're not going to minimize Christmas celebrations. We're not going to let people that are threatening us stop us from being the Jews we need to be or the Christians we need to be, and we will prevail. We will prevail. So, you know, I think within the sort of this, um, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear. That is Rabbi Asher Lopatin, and he's the director of the Jewish Community Relations Council, AJC, in Bloomfield Hills. Like I said before, hate crimes, including anti-Semitism, are on the rise. Here is Carolyn Normandin from the Anti-Defamation League. Hate crimes are reported from January 1st through December 31st. So this is 2021 data. And there were 410 hate crimes reported to the FBI from local law enforcement agencies all over Michigan in 2021. And that's up from 377 in 2020. And we've seen it right here in Metro Detroit. Earlier this month, Hassan Choker allegedly went to the Temple Beth El Synagogue in Bloomfield Township and shouted slurs at parents dropping off their children at daycare. Here's Choker in court after. Provides free pretrial services. They will have authority to do testing, random testing for drugs and my turn and your GPS tether. You'll be fingerprinted at the Oakland County Jail. You On that GPS tether, you may only... Thank you. Let the record reflect that you just gave the court the finger. You may only leave your house. My turn. Can you mute him, please? 
God is going to judge you. Remember, the way you're judging me, God's going to judge you the same way. Mr. Shakur, you're not helping yourself. I don't you care. Earlier today, Choker was charged with federal crimes after it was discovered he tried to buy multiple guns the same day that he allegedly went on his rant. Leora Rez is the executive director of the nonprofit group Stop Anti-Semitism. She doesn't think we've seen the worst of it. We honestly feel it's only going to get worse. A lot of the hate that's targeted towards the Jewish people is based on century-old anti-Semitic tropes and stereotypes that are spewed by various bad actors. Those old tropes Leora mentioned, Stephen Ingeberg told me they are really dangerous. Stephen is the CEO of the Jewish Federation of Metro Detroit. One of the oldest tropes in the book is Jews control Hollywood, Jews control the banks, Jews control this, government. It's nonsense. We are 2 or 3% of the American population. We don't control anything more, anything less. We are just loving people who are trying to be open about their religion and their Judaism. This does not make us the bad people. Are some of us different than others? Sure. Are some Muslims different than others? Sure. Are some Christians different than others? That's what's great about our country is we have tons of different ethnicities, religions, you know, sexual preferences. We should be in a country where you're free to do as you so choose. We are not harming people. None of our practices involve harming anybody. So I don't understand where the hate is, and we've got to start calling it out, and we cannot allow it to fester and grow and grow and grow. We've seen over our millennia what has happened. And I don't want to equate this to the Holocaust. We are not there by any means. But we need to stop hate when we hear it. We cannot allow this to continue. Has there been a distinct change in the last several years in our country that's leading to this spike in hate crimes like anti-Semitism? I posed that question to Leora. One of the answers is due to social media, that communication platforms and different communication platforms are so readily available. Facebook, Twitch, TikTok, Snapchat, every single platform has some type of bigotry aimed at the Jewish people happening. Then when you bring in high-profile individuals like Kanye West, who have a massive audience, millions upon millions of people, and he starts spouting bigoted remarks against the Jewish people, it causes a ripple effect that emboldens and greenlights those that share the same views. And most frighteningly, they want to act on them, and their goal is to hurt the Jewish people. Right there, she mentioned the rapper Kanye West, who has been banned from Twitter for racist behavior. In fact, when Hassan Choker allegedly hurled slurs at Temple Bethel, one of the things he was heard saying was, Kanye was right. What about people like Kyrie Irving that present things a lot more calmly and sound somewhat more rational because they're not just spewing madness, even though they are? I wonder the danger there where Kyrie Irving says he doesn't mean it, but he was doing it and took a lot for him to stop it. Irving is an equally problematic individual. He presents it, like you said, in a more welcoming, warm way. When you look at the Booker movie that he was sharing to his millions of followers, we have pro-Hitler statements on there. We have age-old anti-Semitic tropes. We have Holocaust distortion and denial in there. Sadly, it wasn't until the NBA and David Silver had to intervene, and then we see Nike dropped him. We hope he realized the harm he was doing, but we always say 
the nice anti-Semite is much more threatening than the blatant anti-Semite. It's part of the problem generalizing. It does seem that when people are discriminated against because of race, religion, orientation, that they're all lumped into one singular category. But remember, all these groups are different, and no matter what the group is, these are real people. When I hear those words, I look at a picture of my six-year-old, and that's who they're talking about. Absolutely. It doesn't just affect one Jew. It affects us all. So being lumped together, it doesn't give an accurate picture, just like how you described your own family, that no, you're not Jewish. However, your six-year-old mother is, and he is. So it affects your family, and your six-year-old is probably a little bit too young to be listening to Kanye's music, but let's say at 11 he would be, if he came to you and said, why does this rapper hate me? It's heartbreaking. What can be done to stop this? Nothing. There is not one thing that will stop anti-Semitism. That said, Stephen from the Jewish Federation, he's got to start. I am an internal optimist, and I have four young boys. And my goal is to leave the world a better place than what I found it. I think it starts with teaching our young people tolerance, differences, individualism, and being part of a society. We have to teach that this world is a great place, and it's full of great people. And we cannot spend too much time placating these awful fringe elements in our society. And what I say to people, when they say, what's the number one thing we can do for anti-Semitism? I say, I'm going to ask two favors of you. One, be proud to be Jewish. Don't say, I'm afraid to go to synagogue. Be loud, be proud. Light the menorah for Hanukkah. Put it in your window. Let your neighbors know, hey, I'm Jewish. And the second thing I would say, call out hate. Not just against Jews. Not just against blacks. Not just against Asians. Not just against LGBTQ. Whatever it is, call it out right then. The subject matter here has been heavy. But remember what Stephen said, he was eternally optimistic. For Rabbi LaPatton, his Hanukkah message is positive. My message is that we are not down, that this is a holiday of light. It's a holiday of strength. It's a holiday of joy and singing and eating good foods. This has got to be a time of joy, and we're not going to let anti-Semites, we're not going to let the forces of darkness win. This carries over to, I know, other religions also, Diwali and Kwanzaa also, and certainly Christmas. That's really going to be my message. We are strong, we are proud, and we have every right to be joyous and to celebrate who we are. While this episode is about anti-Semitism, it's about more than that. You heard our guests say it. Hate is hate, whether it's directed at them or directed at somebody else. There is an anti-terrorism slogan, if you see something, say something. It sounds like that could be used for bigotry, too. Big thanks to Stephen Ingeber, Leora Rez, and Rabbi Asher LaPatton for sharing themselves with us today. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.